Hi everyone, welcome to Law Clarified. A couple of weeks ago we released our bonus Women in Business episode um, and we thought Christmas is coming up, we might gift all of our listeners with another bonus episode. So today we're celebrating um, a, a woman in business actually in the construction industry this time. We're coming back to what we know and love and I've got with me today Donna. Hi Donna. Hi Marty. <laughs> Donna works in certification um, which I must admit is a bit of the industry that I didn't know about for quite some time. So we're going to have a chat about that and uh, you'll all get to hear a little bit about that, learn something new and hear from another amazing woman in business. So let's get into it. Hearthstone Legal presents a real talk of the good, the bad and everything in between. For all things business and construction law, whether it's navigating a dispute, the QBCC or guidance on a contract, we give you a rundown of some of the do's and the don'ts. These are digestible chats on topics that you might hear in our office of an afternoon. Daunting? Not anymore. Here's Law Clarified. Hi, Donna. Hi, Marty. Welcome to Law Clarified. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Another podcasting virgin on our bonus episode today. Excited. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for agreeing to come in. Um, I probably would do a disservice to you and what you do if I was to try to explain what you're about. So perhaps you can tell our listeners who you are, what you do, where you're at. Um, Okay, so currently I am studying uh, my associate degree in building surveying. Uh, So that will make me a licensed certifier at the end, hopefully. Exciting. Um, I know. So a year and a half to go, managing that full-time with full-time work as well. Uh, And so currently my role is team leader of the swimming pools team uh, for a private certification company in Mm -hmm. Brisbane. Um, and of course, with the what's been happening with COVID and everything, swimming pools is really going gangbusters. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so COVID's been quite a quite a, a big time in the certification and construction industry. And uh, so now I now manage a technical officer and two admin support. And um, and I also do uh, technical assessments, but I'm also a licensed pool safety inspector. So although I can't finalise a swimming pool building approval, I can issue Form 23 pool safety certificates mm-hmm. for existing fences. Um, so therefore people that are selling or uh, leasing out their property. Yep. Okay. So um, that's amazing. Let's wind that back a bit for listeners who might not know what certification is about. So for example... I've been in building and construction for about 14 years now and when I started, not only did I know nothing, but I definitely had never heard the word certification before, Mm. had no clue what it involved and it was only when I worked at the former BSA, the regulator as most people know, Mm. where I started to do some work in that certification area and realised, wow, not only is this huge but it's actually really important. Mm. So why is certification so important? Whether it's your pool, your house, an industrial property, commercial property, 
Why is it so important? Uh, well, certifiers took over the role, uh, I believe, probably about 12 years ago from most councils. Uh, so we're the regulatory of the Australian standards and obviously the BCA, or mm-hmm. now known as the National Code of uh, Construction Code. Yep. Um, so someone's got to make sure someone's doing the right thing mm-hmm. and buildings stay up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, I think like um, there's certain procedures and standards that that need to be kept in check and um, it probably was getting a bit too much for councils. I'm not sure why it actually happened, but Mm. it it was actually in process when I started working at Moreton Bay Regional Council, um, probably 2010. Okay. So the company I actually work for now um, were born out of... um, the private certification occurring and all the old approvals being finalised um, by that com- company mm-hmm. and now they've obviously just grown from that. Yep. So. And everything, well, sorry, I shouldn't say everything. That's a sweeping generalisation. Yep. Pools, pool fences and houses, whether it's new build or some aspects of renovation, that all has to be certified, right? Hundred percent. Well, it all comes down to what's considered accessible building work, yep. or accessible development. So, obviously, a lot of councils have uh, different planning schemes, um, but mm. what it comes out of is the building regulations. So that's where it's determined. Yep. What actually needs to be certified. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, pretty much all councils, um, they do offer the service, but obviously charge a lot more because they yes. they want it to be. Privately certified. Yeah, okay. Yep. And I would imagine, because as a lawyer, there's a lot of stuff I have to know as well. Mm. I would imagine in certification, well, certainly in my opinion, that's even more complicated. Because am I right in saying you could look at a pool, say, for example, what you're doing right now, you go and look at a pool fence in one regional council area, there might be slightly different rules and regulations to a different Regional council is it that specific or um, it more the uh, siting of the structure? It comes down to the local council planning scheme. Okay, when it comes to pool barriers in Queensland, we're governed by the Queensland Co- uh, Development Code. Yep, and the Australian standards. So that all is all the same. Um, and then it really depends on in the newer states if they've actually built in swimming pools for that plan of development. Okay. Generally, they haven't. Um, they're considered silent, not part of the plan of development. Therefore, QDC applies. Yep. Um, so some of them do have their own little specific quirks on fencing, but yeah. it's more for aesthetic purposes. Yep. Okay. Yep. But it, it, suffice to say, it's technical and complicated. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So there's a lot of uh, learning uh, lots and lots of different planning schemes yeah. and um, for every, obviously, every application. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I actually came into the role as a technical officer, so mm-hmm. that's how I actually did start. Okay. Um, and then, so, uh, I guess when the time came, that's when my company supported me in, in, uh, in my study. Yep. So, yeah. That's fantastic. Are yep. you enjoying it? The study? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As yes. much as you can. <laughs> Listeners, just to be clear, she said yes, yeah. but she was shaking her head. <laughs> um, oh, look, there's, there's a lot to learn and a lot of it uh, 
probably is not even relevant to certification. Mm. Um, so, but it is because the actual degree covers um, a lot of roles, not just certification. Yes. Um, yeah, they have to be quite broad about it. Yep. So a lot of it is just on the job learning. Yeah. yeah. I think that's with a lot of jobs though, isn't it? Mm. Like I know from law, granted I did it some time ago, but there's a lot of stuff where oh, it's great in theory, but just real life practice is not like that. Yeah. Yep. So on a personal level, Donna, I haven't studied for a while. I'm thinking about doing it again. Hashtag my husband will probably kill me. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had that discussion yet. He um, knows now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, let's talk about balance. Mm. Uh, as a woman yep. in a full-time job, also studying full-time, there's probably a whole lot of stuff that you do outside of work and study. Yeah. Is there such a thing as balance, do you think? Um, yeah, well, you'd have to probably ask very successful women of how they do it, but it is it is hard. Mm. Um, but, you know, life's not easy. No, so, no it's not. Um, so, you know, like I'm in my second year and I'm – just as I think I'm gaining stride or a bit of habit with my study and our home, etc., um, i.e. engaging a cleaner and buying a robot vacuum, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the next will be an in-house chef. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Oh, let me know how yeah. that goes. Yeah. <laughs> because we did the whole meal, planned meal things when we had kitchen reno. And, of course, yeah, we, I've been doing kitchen renos for the last two years, mm. I mean, home reno. So um, to get that balance, yeah, I'm still trying to find that. Yeah. And I just think that – I just know that by the end of it, it will be all worth it. Yes. And I will be in such a position that um, I never thought I would be. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I th- I think it's that's part of the lesson probably in life, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're probably right. I think, though, I've talked about this before um, – the, the fallacy, I think, of of being able to have it all mm. puts us as women under immense pressure to yep. try to do it all, yep. you know, um, and oh, uh, hats off to you. Uh, I don't <laughs> think I could do it. Um, but as you say, the payoff at the end is amazing. Yeah, it will be. Because um, uh, I couldn't find the stats. There's not a lot of certifiers in Queensland mm. – but I, I must admit, I've never actually met or know of another female certifier. When you actually get there, mm-hmm. when your study is finished and you're mm-hmm. fully qualified and licensed, what does that mean for you? Um, well, I already have, uh, I guess, like a professional development um, in plan in place with mm-hmm. my company. Um, so it will mean that um, I'll be at management tier. Um, that's... Hopefully, if anyone's listening, that's what's been promised. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, I guess, like, um, very similar. Uh, Previously, when I first started working there, there was only one, and she was just becoming um, Queensland licensed. Uh, So now we do actually have two licensed um, female certifiers, 
and in the um, whole of Queensland. Well, sorry, no, I'm talking about my office, but oh, okay. I'll, I'll agree with you that um, I haven't spoken to any other female certifiers, although. I have spoken to equivalents within the council. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, yeah, they've worked for council. So I know that they're out there. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, and then there are actually, uh, apart from myself, I'm obviously in my second year, but we've just had two more um, females start their studies at work as well. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. Huge. What yep. do you think, has something changed? Do you think there's a shift in that particular part of the industry or? Oh, yeah. I mean, there is definitely um, a need for certifiers. uh, Yes. Very, um, especially uh, experienced. Mm -hmm. Um, So even with the the females coming through, um, I guess – being a certifier, you have to be very process procedure driven, mm. um, attention to detail, numbers, everything. Yes. And um, the people coming through the roles, um, because obviously you need to gain that technical experience yep. um, for some time, they're or- already almost half there, halfway there. I think what I'd like to see more of, um, and I do see it when I go to, say, the HIA Women in Construction events, Yes, um, is uh, there's definitely a lot more female tradies out yes. there. And that's where a lot of certifiers uh, previously or predominantly came from was someone coming off the tools because yep. they had enough. Their back hurt. <laughs> um, back hurt, a bit too, <laughs> bit too old now, but or injury, yep. you know, um, and so they, they want to get back into that sort of thing. So w- I do see that with an increase in female tradies, then that will probably result down the track in those females perhaps studying. and Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, um, you know, because they can also do their uh, bus- uh, building construction management degree. Yes. So I know that there's a few females in my uh, degree. Some of them are doing building design, mm-hmm. building and construction um and probably yeah just building surveying yeah, okay. but I'm not sure the numbers was but it's definitely male dominated I hate to say the word dominated it's it's not correct so yes. but um predominantly male, yeah. men are in that yeah role at the moment yeah it's good to hear that it's changing though I think like um the company I work for like even the first year I worked there and uh I think it was International Women's Day, they 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 all sent us up to the local cafe for a morning tea. Wow! And I was like, I've never had this before. And I'd previously just worked for five years as a in residential construction mm. for a um, volume home builder. Yes, and um, yeah, it was it was not like that at all. Wow! <laughs> so and and that so they constantly support women yep. in the industry. Um, and you know. Previously, of um, have I guess uh, sponsored some of the events. Mm. And, yeah, so they're very yeah very forward thinking in that. I believe that's fantastic. Yep. And I think too, um, the major players in the industry, HIA, master builders, all of that sort of stuff, um, Narwick Women in Construction, they are really pushing that as much as possible. Mm. Uh, and I think one of the drivers also, certainly in my experience, is a lot of the builder clients that we have, It it's a team. It's, uh, you know, their husband and wife, their partners, their partners in life and in business. Mm. Um, the majority of women that I deal with, they could run, if, if their partner, I don't know, 
went on a massive holiday, disappeared, fell off the face of the earth, dropped off the perch, whatever. Came in the islands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, those women could run those companies yeah. and are equally as knowledgeable yeah. as their male counterparts. Yeah. I think, too, in law, there's a lot – I would actually say there's more female construction lawyers oh, wow. than male, yet still it, it seems to be quite a surprise for people that women can read plans and know some technical things yeah. about building and yeah. – I still find that quite interesting. I don't know mm. whether you've had any experiences like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Probably not so much now that I've got a bit of a title mm. behind my name and um, the builders are familiar with me now. But, uh, yeah, I think when probably even when I was working for a residential builder that, um, you know, that always asked to speak, speak to the manager or, yep. you know. But even now, like when that, uh, I get transferred calls for technical help mm. um i think you can tell a surprise even in some owners you know with really? some fencing inquiries and oh. yeah which is a little bit a little bit sad but um you know i've got bigger things to worry about absolutely now. but that probably would have bothered me years ago but mm-hmm. um eh, now it, it does but i just shrug it off easier yeah yeah yep. yep and what do you think caused that change because for me i mm. think that was just getting a little bit older getting a bit yep. more Comfortable with who I was yep. and less concerned by what people thought. Confidence it, for me, hundred percent. Yeah, because even when I'm training someone, um, you can tell that they sound uncertain on the phone, mm-hmm. and of course, someone's going to walk all, all over them. So, yes. um, yeah. So I think confidence is a huge, huge thing. Because I mean, I and I might get off the phone sounding like I've been all confident, and then I'm like my heart's racing, and I'm like. <laughs> sorry yeah yeah it's true I Mm. I think everyone feels like that though at certain points yeah in certain conversations whether it's someone's triggered you or uh, yeah it's funny the different hats and personas that we wear from time to time yeah so on that note a question that we ask all of our bonus um podcasting guests what is some of the biggest misconceptions people have about your field of expertise? Um, uh, yeah, probably the technical side. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because, you know, the, they've been pool builders for 35 years and yep. da, 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 but obviously lots of things change in 35 years. But, yes. you know, because I uh, do now have my pool safety inspector licence, I think um, – the fact that I'll like say, okay, well, I'll meet you out on site and we'll go through it. Or um, if I've been out on site and, you know, there's me climbing a fence, because you have to, you got to look <laughs> over a fence and there's me with my purple, um, you know, steel caps. Steel caps. Oh, <laughs> nice. I've got blue ones. They're actually Shiraz colour. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but. Like I was just saying before, I think that a lot of the misconceptions have definitely dropped in the last few years. Mm. Um, so, and it just comes down to sounding confident. And if I'm not confident, then I just have to be honest and say I'll have to talk to someone and get back to you. Yeah, oh, I think 
people respect that as well. Yeah. People can, especially now, everyone's getting smarter, everyone's getting more aware of what's going on and what's expected. People can smell bullshit a mile away. Uh, And I do exactly the same. Sometimes people are going to ask you a curly question. Mm -hmm. Just be honest. I'll get back to you about that. Uh, Yeah, I agree 100%. So where do you think women are going to be placed in construction or certification specifically because that's your expertise in the next five to ten years? What do you reckon? I certainly think in more leadership roles, Mm -hmm. um, more physical roles as well, and then therefore down the track, like I was saying, um, whether it's those trades um, come off the tools um, and decide to – run their own business. Mm-hmm. I see it a lot in um, the industry, uh, opening their own businesses. And so I think that, that that's where we're probably going to see a lot more. And and in the end, it's not going to be male and female, you know, discussions. It's just going to be that person's name. Yes. Yep. yep. And they're great because X, be- Y, Z. Exactly. Because of the service that, or the business that they run or yep. the service they provide. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's really important. Um, what would you say as one piece of advice to women coming up in the industry? Or uh, or if you could speak to, you know, 20-year-old Donna, what would you tell her? <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably just say just keep pushing. Um, just, just keep learning. Just keep absor- absorbing information. Um, it just... It, you know, like I, as a, as a child, I wanted to be an architect. That yeah. was always so. I've always looked at at plans. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, that we drew with pencils on a board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and who who would have thought that you know twenty odd years later I'd be looking at plans digital, but mm-hmm. um, I'd be looking at plans and I'd, you know, I've worked in so many government departments that I, at the time I was like, oh, it's just another admin role. It's just another admin role. But they were all like forming me with all this knowledge and yes. um, and I because I am that divergent person that will absorb all of that that in the end look I'm 47 with a career and studying for a degree yeah good <laughs> on you finally yeah I just, I, it's yeah. never too late yeah that's one thing I think is really important is yep. um, it doesn't matter if you're interested in it you might not take a direct path, mm. but those stepping stones along the way yep. are invaluable. I think you carry that along with you and those those tools and those skills always serve you at some point in the future. That's right. Yeah. And Brilliant. As, as much as you say, I'm not going to need trigonometry and algebra in high school, I can tell you, you'll need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, my younger stepdaughter was upset one term and she didn't get a great grade in maths. And I said to her, you know what, mate, when you're an adult, no one is going to care what you got for grade six maths. But maybe it will become an issue. (laughs) I don't know if she wants to do something that requires plans and stuff like that. Well, you never know. You never know. I was was never good at maths, but I'm (laughs) needing it heavily now and – um, it's great that I have a bit of a genius son. That's, yes. Um, maths is his forte. So Brilliant. Yeah, but yeah, you never know. Yeah, and it's about 
networking and having people yes. in your corner yep. to help you out with that stuff when necessary. Yep, definitely. Brilliant. Oh, Donna, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it's so amazing to see you flourishing in your career you. and studying and it's it's a lot of hard work mm. but I agree with you. It'll be totally worth it in the end. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you, you're making a mark. It's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> It's really great to, as I said, celebrate women in business doing amazing things. So good on you. Keep doing it. Um, And I wish you all the best with your exams if they're coming up. Thanks, Andy. I'm sure you'll be fine. All right. Well, that's our second bonus episode done and dusted. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone. And we'll have some more bonus episodes for you in 2023. See you later.